This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Stephen starts this hour in New York. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. How can we help? So pretty much I uh, am coming into a large inheritance, and I want to know more sense of guidance and strategy on this particular subject because I want to maximize this amount of money. You know, I'm very familiar with the philosophy you guys have, and I agree with a lot of it. It just seems like I want to be able to turn this into generational wealth and uh, sustainability for my family. So I was just trying to get your opinion on that. Um, How much did you, are you getting as an inheritance? uh, It seems to be upward of 700,000 around there. Wow. Who passed? Uh, It's going to be my wife's grandfather. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. Wow. And uh, um, uh, so uh, how old are you? I'm 32. You're 30? 32, yeah. 32, 32, okay. What's your net worth? Uh, roughly, I would say around 300000 Okay. So safe to say you haven't managed a, a large sum of money in your lifetime. No, nothing of this magnitude. I've, uh, you know, pretty much achieved everything on my own, mm-hmm. but something like this, I want to be able to scale and, you know, take my life to a different, uh, a different level, I suppose. Yeah. Great, great question. And it's, um, uh, good that you're feeling the weight of the responsibility of this rather than, uh, woohoo, I hit the lotto. Uh, cause right after people <laughs> yeah, say right. stuff like that's when they do stupid butt stuff. And so, um, you know, if you'll feel the weight of this and the, here's what I want you to feel. I want you to feel the weight enough to manage it and do and be very careful with it. But I don't want you to feel the weight to feel the pressure to dive into something you know nothing about. That's the other thing. I agree with that. So if you feel like, oh, I got to do something with this. I'm going to put it all in crypto. You know, then we would call you stupid and we'd look up <laughs> stupid in the dictionary. There'd be your face. Right. And so we don't want to yeah, do that. Absolutely. Right. So that that's not the point. So the idea being here that. What wealthy people do is over time, they build relationships with people they can trust in different areas. I call them my board of directors, although they're not a board of directors. Okay. So you want an independent insurance agent that has the heart. Okay. All of these need to have the heart of a teacher. Okay. Okay. You, you need yeah. a tax accountant, maybe a tax okay. attorney. You need a real estate agent. Okay. You need a, a an investment broker. Smartvestor Pro would be a good one. Real estate agent, an ELP would be a good one. Okay. Okay. Uh, you don't yep. need them because you're necessarily going to invest today, or you're going to buy real estate today, or you're going to go buy insurance today. You're putting people in your corner that have expertise in money areas that you don't have to advise you and teach you. So they're, they're the guys you call. So like when I die, because it's predetermined that I'm going to die first, Sharon is going to call the broker that is our SmartVestor Pro. Okay? And we have a long, yeah. we have a 20-year personal relationship with him and his wife. Sharon trusts him, and that's part of our board of directors. Okay? Jeff Zander at Zander Insurance handles all of my personal insurance and my business insurance. So any insurance questions, Sharon will be on the phone to Jeff and, and I'm on the phone to him. If I've got a question, you follow me. So we're put a board of directors in your corner. That's helpful. Number one, number two is don't invest in anything. You can't tell me how it works and don't invest in something because you're excited. 
If your pulse no. r- if your pulse rate's up, you're getting conned. It should be boring. No, it, it, I'm trying to, you know, I, I do invest in myself, nothing to this magnitude, and I'm trying to break into um, real estate investing and things like that. It's more a sense of I have a lot of options, and I'm trying to figure out which is the path that's going to be, yeah, you know, obviously you can't slow predict the future. is the path. Slow. Well, well you see, Dave, the, 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 the inheritance is already in equities. Now, I was trying to, I could easily leave it there, put my feet up and say, hey, that's it. I'm just going to let it grow. I could roll, I could roll it over to mutual funds and not think about it again, and you'd be just fine. Exactly. But I want to be able to take this, like Dave, this is the difference. Like, if somebody gave you this money, you'd be able to flip that and to, you know, double it, triple it because you're very well versed no, in how I, to manage I, no, money. No, I, I would double it or triple it over seven to 10 years. I wouldn't double or triple it over 20 minutes. No, not 20 minutes. Not 20 minutes. Not, even, one, not even one year. Time. Not even one year. But, no, 10 Slow years' time. Down. Just something that's. <laughs> no, it's not about being impatient, it's just about being uh, optimal. I don't. I, I could easily leave it, but I would like to maybe use it for, you know, possibly real estate. Um, I think I'd that like would... to buy my own, my own real estate first on my own. Yeah. Do you have? Do like you have? Uh, any, do, do you have any debt? I have my home and a few student loans. What do you owe on your student loans? Twenty five k. What do you owe on your on your home? Um, I owe about four thirty eight, but it's worth about seven hundred now. So I got Phenomenal. some equity in that. Phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, that part where you said you do almost everything we teach um, is now kind of come out because now I'm going to tell you to take your 700 and I'm going to pay off your house and I'll pay off your student loans and I'm going to put the rest of it into some mutual funds for a year, maybe two. And then I'm going to think about real estate as that has grown only then. But, Stephen, it's all over you. I can smell it. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. You're, you're hell-bent on getting uh, on turning this money into something and proving something. Please don't try to prove something with this money. Honor her grandfather's memory. He would not have done the things you're getting ready to do. Don't do them. And, Stephen, I don't know if you've talked to your wife about any of this. I'm worried that she's going, well, Stephen said he's got a plan. You need to be on the same page with what you're going to do and be in full alignment, and you both need to understand this. And uh, you asked for about generational wealth. The best way to create generational wealth is start with you and you stop being broke, and you have no debt, then we can start to build something for the future. If you just put a million dollars away at 30, 300 that you've got, 700 there, and you put it in mutual funds and in real estate, and it averages 10%, every seven years it will double. When you're 37, you'll have 2 million. When you're 44, you'll have 4 million. When you're 51, you'll have 8 million. When you're 59, calm down, you're going to have 16 million. Okay. If you don't screw this up and go follow some nothing down real estate bullcrap on Tic Tac. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.